One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality gate. Let's love. Welcome back to the tell-all of 90 Day Fiance. Hey, what's I- up? Hi, hey, what's uh, up? I'm not supposed to talk yet till I introduce you. I'm what's Sean Robinson. I don't follow rules. I'm Sean Robinson, and we have a special guest here, everybody. We have, especially if you're watching the Reality Gaze Intimate Portrait on your screen. See, what's up? Everybody, Chris is here, or someone in that wig. What's uh, up? I want to say, hi, Chris. You like my style change? Didn't we, uh, producers told us uh, they didn't want you to come, uh, but you kept texting them saying, I'm outside. Yeah. How did you find the address? Uh, um, you can find anything on the internet. And I just uh, want to say, I yeah. want to say, um, I got my new single come out. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, okay. but Plug you're and to Play, you're, and uh, my name is Baby Gambler. Okay. What, what's the name of your single, Chris? Not that I want to know. Uh, arithmetic is hard. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Uh, uh, did you want to talk anything about, you know, what's the cheating? What's up, bro, yo? Okay. Anything about Kara or Guillermo? Like, why Do you like my look? Be- it's kind of like Orthodox John Lennon. That's what I was going for. That's a Jew, right? Stop it! All right, we've gone off. We've gone off the rails. You broke me. We've gone off the rails. You look so ridiculous in that wig. <laughs> Here, give me my glasses so I don't forget. Y'all, this is reality gaze. This is reality gaze. This is reality gaze. Wow. When he came out, I was like, it's like almost like Statler Brothers meets um, that Melanie, the movie with Melanie Griffith when she's Amish. 
uh, with Harrison Ford. Yes, that was a good movie. What um, was that movie with Harrison? People are Ford? screaming. What uh, it's, it's called? One a, word. Uh, finding Henry. No, that's regarding Henry. Same thing. No, it's one word. It's like mission um, or uh, vision. Henry. Just no. Henry. It's um, witness. With who oh, be a witness for my lord? <laughs> no, we don't have time to do it. We cannot do choir music. <laughs> okay, <laughs> in Bethlehem, they made a pact. They said that Jesus gonna have your back. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the bass parts. Um. This is part two of part, our part two. Our part two. It's our. It's always confusing. It's our part two of part one of the actual tell because we're sissy, fanciful gay men that talk for two and a half yeah. hours about a f- hour and a half show. But the tell all, the, their part one, otherwise known as the He Man Woman Haters Club. Yeah, the He Man Ninety Day fi- Yeah Fiance Cage Match or Boys mis- Club Misogyny One Hundred One. Woo. But I had a hard – I really – the more I think about it, I had a hard time with the way everyone came for the women. I agree. Um, with when, this. I will say when when Chris does come out, we're going to talk about it. But just – that's where even the cast members were going, what am I doing here? Like Such a stunt. They, Remember, yeah. they had to go all the way back in her past to someone she had dated high school – that is her co- her high school boyfriend. That is a just an overall arching thing that I want to talk about. Why are we talking about? Even though I don't like Shahida and I think she's a very bitter person, why are we talking about her and Bilal's relationship when she wasn't on the show with him? I agree. It's why why well I know why we're talking about it because it's for a pattern to so, to see a pattern that I see Shida. It, but- I mean, she agreed to be there, so I don't feel she's horrible. So I don't have any sympathy for her. Oh, but she's re- oh, she's so gross. Now you see that her between Lamar, him and his mother, and that they're all perfect for her, and Shida needs to run. The thing about it is, and I want to say this one thing: Shida looks like a shell of her former self. Boy, I feel like that's oh. what a couple of that's oh. what a year with Bilal will do to you. That actually made that hit me in the stomach. When no, because think about when we saw her, how vibrant and just lively and just kind of hopeful her, she was. Her eyes have are dull. This That's is what, what happens like. when you prank someone too much. I still say it was a missed opportunity on his part. Should have done not the three to have a just a, a box of just killer bees, a ra- or yes, or like a rabid wolverine in a box. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have baby liked cobra, it for baby cobra, baby cobra. That would have been great, baby cobra. Um, I I do want to just say we make fun of all these things, but I I think Shida, yes, she chose what she's, but you can just tell she's not even there anymore. There's there's just no. You, it makes me very sad. She know does know what she's getting into. Yeah. But then I say that. And I feel bad. I still feel for her, though. Am I not understanding? She doesn't know what she's gotten into, but she already moved to another country and gave up everything. So does she feel like she can't? She said she would have gone back. No, she's stuck. But does she feel stuck? She is the definition of stuck. Bilal was smart to find someone overseas who has no one in his country. I thought the definition of stuck is when you called me because you couldn't get that watermelon out. 
<laughs> that was a rough time. <laughs> and it was a small one. <laughs> Well, but your hands were... More t- of a gourd. Couldn't get onto it because you had too much lube <laughs> on know. your hands and your legs were tied in the Occupational air. Occupational hazard. Boy, y'all, when you get a call from Poodle in the, at 2 in the morning, it says, I'm in my bedroom. Don't ask. I need help. <laughs> I just put on a blindfold. Don't ask. And I have a vomit tub and I just do what needs to be done. <laughs> put on a gas mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Poodle, I told squash. you, no fruit. Or, or night or nightshade vegetables. <laughs> I'm done with nightshades. <laughs> so we 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 did a little bit talking about some announcements. We um our live tour uh, is going tickets are going on sale pre sale for our Patreon and Supercast members uh, Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can it is the double it tour, and about six seven cities. You will get those cities that morning. And what we're going to do is send you a. We're going to send you if you're if you're on Patreon, you'll get a little email um, with the code in it a couple minutes before the presale. Do not ask us where it is. No. Trust your Patreon mail, y'all. Trust your Patreon mail. Yes. I still have blonde hair, uh, synthetic. Oh, we need to let Jackie know that's happening. Because last time she said, you didn't tell me. We do. So, we gotta let, so if you're in the Facebook group, there's going to be a post about it. Yep. If you have questions about in the Sissy Squad, if you have questions about uh, – and I would even say this on the Instagram. Maybe other people, if you post something, people will answer. Yeah. I think that's a great – instead of messaging us directly on we can Instagram. Have a, we can have a post. On our Instagram post, if you go and you can't see a link, put a comment on the Instagram. Then yep. other people can see it, maybe respond, and also – we can keep track of that much better than getting 200 Instagram messages on one day. Yep. And we can also we can also we should have pin, said that before. Pin a pin a post in the Facebook group and the you Sissy can Squad, use that. And you can use that to ask questions. Twitter, you're on your own. Yeah. Elon Musk is <laughs> Twi- buying you one tw- day that Twitter's not. Twitter's a fucking cesspool, y'all. You're just it's a cesspool. You're just on your own. Yeah. And but I and if you're on Supercast, you'll get a, you'll look for the a 5 minute little little tiny podcast that morning giving you the pre-sale code. If you're not on if you're not on Patreon or Supercast, you're going to be on the general sale, which is Friday at 10 a.m. But you will see all of the tour dates out there for you. You will. That's so it. So we're very excited. We've got we're already talking about things uh, maybe guests, perhaps. We'll um, see. We'll see what we can do and, or what's allowed. But we're very excited. We are. Um, also, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv on Thursday, August 18th here in Los Angeles. There's a link to that. Get your tickets now. Bring and, extra money for chicken fingers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Poodle's going to be at his mother's. <laughs> so, y'all, there's, get ready. There's, I'll be doing cameos for my mother's there's house. Gonna be a, there's going to be another bunker show because you're probably going to have to go to your brother's probably. for Probably. Because your mother is not... What? How did she feel last time when you had to leave her house because her internet wasn't good enough to go to your brother's? It was so bad. Did she take offense to it, oh, though? Yes. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I did everything I could. You told me to get this, and I... I, I yes. I don't know. What, I, I don't know how to find the password. <laughs> it, it seems like it changes. And y'all, we I told the story when she did call Spectrum or whatever it was or Time Warner or whatever the fuck they have. And she's like, I'm telling you, I've called and they, this woman just told me I was an idiot, basically. And she was like, it's the same Indian woman. It wasn't the same woman. It wasn't. 
No. It wasn't. No. And I said, there's a billion people there. I severely doubt it. It was the same woman. She's <sighs> laughing at me. Uh, I think that's it. Let's yeah. jump into this. Karen Guillermo, let's jump up. So she's pregnant, you guys. She looks great, I must say. She does look great. And she's, you can tell she's not gained a little bit of weight, but I will say it softens her face a little bit more. And I love the way pregnancy looks on her. She she's looked got, great. She's got the glow. Yeah. The, all of it. Um, and y'all, the la- we talk a little bit about laptop games. Let's talk about, yeah. And remember, it was one of the bitchiest things that she said to him. He's like, I want a laptop. She's like, what, why don't we start easier, like a toothbrush? It does. When It is funny because Kara's Kara's like, yeah, I just said the toothbrush would be easier. And then in the corner, we hear, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down, oh, my God. It, it, the moment when he would say it, y'all, was just so fucking funny. And so Kara says something, and she says, it's just, it. I understand where Kara's coming from. It sounds very judgmental, but I do under, understand she says, sometimes he says things, and I wonder if he thinks about what he's going to say before he comes out of his mouth. I think... Um, he oh, is young. He is young, also, too... I just not all, but I don't want to call. I don't want to say this as an excuse, but a lot of straight men don't have to think about what comes out of their mouth Never. as much. Whereas Never, women, but we people of color, minorities, we are always thinking about what we say. Yeah, LGBT people, you always need to figure out how. Am safe I gonna? Am I? Am I gonna say this? Am I? Am I? Kara's always thinking. All these women, maybe not Ari. <laughs> no, maybe she not does. Emily. Maybe yeah. not Emily, but not most, Emily. Most of these women are thinking, "Am I going to sound those words we put on women crazy? Am I going to sound like a bitch? Am I going to sound like a nag?" All these. Think about these terms that we put and on. Am weirdly, I going to sound needy? Weirdly, words Kara, only attached Kara to women. Kara really doesn't give a fuck. Kara doesn't and, give up. And, and that is why a lot of people don't like her. Yeah, um, and they think Kara's a bitch. I and don't, I think she is a woman with boundaries. I can honestly say, like her. by the end of the tell-all, I think she's reasonable. And what she said later on, she's like, the, when Patrick's claim about, oh, that's just like an American woman. And, I, and you know what Kara said? I, I have to find this because it's so good. Um, yeah, quote it right. Don't fuck it up. Um, thanks for – I appreciate your faith in Wait, wait, wait um, just rim, riveting. Uh, wow, we're just here. I think she said – because American women are are she says something about we're fuck I'm gonna mess it up um I'll I'll get to it later um she, I she basically said that because American women um you'll think of it later but basically fuck. that they're strong willed sorry um, y'all I've got pages and pages of notes here there's a and lot I just don't know it's okay these nope. tell alls hey I want to get something you. right that we that's not that, that's not what we do. <laughs> well, I don't know why you want to get things right now. Well, while that, I'll say Kobe is saying to her, Kobe says, but you admit that you treat him like a child. Again, I want to call this – I do think Kara does a little bit. I do think that's a bit of projection, though, on Kobe's yeah. part because it really is like the men are taking up for the other men because they, yes! they're seeing their own issues in that relationship. And Kara says – Kara responds, she's like, look, I know grown-ass men that act like a child. Camera pans Camera on gibberish. Camera pans right to gibberish. That was a good I edit. went, well done. Well done. And so then Sean asked the question, well, who feels like 
they're the adult in the relationship. Jabri raises his hand, and I was like, "Put your hand down." You know, you are not you are not even the adult of your own masturbatory fantasies. You know what? I, while we were on break, someone sent me a message. They were watching the tell-all DM, and they're like, "I just like I know this because um, I'm I'm bipolar." And she's like, "Jabri feels like he's off meds." Or something. It, it just he's so or because he was just so like he was much. in a mania. Or yeah, something and that's like just that, like yeah. it's like that's what it, she's like. I'm not saying that's what she's like, and it may not be. But that was her. That sissy's experience. Who has a personal yes. experience said it felt and she said, familiar. She said, and she's like, and the other she's like, or she's like, and my husband has ADHD, and when he goes off his meds, that's what it feels like. So who knows? But I, no, I'm just. Saying, I don't. I, a, I think that's a good point. I don't want to excuse it away. I don't either want but to. But I feel like um, uh, it was I, just so out there. But I think that there's something to be said that uh, Jabri talks about how he always starts things and how he doesn't finish it, and that could be. I I I think there's there could be some truth in that. Yeah. Uh, I just thought, I just wanted to bring that up because there's it's, some truthiness. It's in that. not it's not the first time. Even in watching watching the season, I said. He, there may be an issue there. There's something going yeah. on. Um, um, he's still a narcissist. No, that jerk. doesn't excuse anything. He's a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. And so that's where we kind of we get a little bit of Bilal and Shida and I found it. Okay. Uh, Patrick said they were talking about the adults and blah blah blah. And Patrick said, "See, it's just it's very American women who want to control things." And Kara says, "Yeah, American women are strong-willed, motivated, and direct." They are, yeah, and that is everything that a lot of men think well, they are. What she, what he didn't get, she was saying that because you didn't want that type of woman because you sought out. Something and so different. he basically traveled around South America trying to find a woman who wasn't like an American woman, submissive, submissive. I yes. Yeah, so we get a little bit of Bilal and Shida where they're kind of talking about where he said, "Well, I didn't." I don't think I treated her as a child. And Shida said, well, you say I'm very naive. And Bilal brings up a point that we didn't know, that A, she, she's lived with her family forever. She didn't know how to pay B, bills. Well, I'm saying that because that comes back in a really gross way that she doesn't own her own home. Um, she's never paid bills. She, so he said that – and it's funny because Shida tries to grab his mouth. And she's like, no, you don't have to say that on television. That was off-putting to me. I, it does do weird things it like didn't, that. It didn't bother me as much, but I think she's trying to – shame is very, very much a presence in Shida's life. Yeah. And shame for her, and she's afraid someone's going to think she's stupid or inexperienced. And that's something she can't handle. And because that attacks the core of who she is because she seems to – she wants to portray herself as successful. And but, but the point is, sadly, Bilal knows that and uses it as a weapon against her. Yes, every single yeah, time. Does, That's why she doesn't like to be lectured. Yes, and and I, but I do think that you know Tim and Kenny are later talk. They disagree about Bilal and Shida. I do see what Tim is talking about, where Shida does seem. I like Shida. I will say I think she does seem immature for her age. For 37. Yes, very much. She doesn't – I forget. I think she sometimes acts like she's 27. Agree. And this or I even younger. Idea that there's this 
like we talked about, she came over here that had this like almost like Disney fantasy and everything would work out. We'll talk about them more, but it's just in this moment with her saying, you don't have to say that. It's like, no, if you want the truth and if you want Bilal to see himself right. on this tell all, then you need to see yourself too. Agree. There was, we go back to laptop gate a little bit and Kara's like, so after when you did get your laptop, Guillermo, how many times have you opened it? And then Emily said, yeah, this one got a laptop. Emily is ready to Emily's sell. Like, Emily's yeah. like, this one got a laptop. He's opened it 10 times. And, and they're like, Guillermo, how many times have you opened? He's like, a lot. And Kara's like, really? He's no, like, no, not that many times. It was comedy gold. Because <laughs> he goes, how many? And, and this is what Guillermo does. He almost, there's almost like this. He's too pure for this world. He's sitting there kind of calmly with his legs crossed. He kind of gives this old man energy in a weird way, even though he's a man child. No, I agree. And he just kind of says, many, many times. I've, and Kara said, really? Really? I only, and he said Not twice. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so, uh, I, that's, why can't Did they you, be unhappily ever and after? this was the best statement when Patrick was like, you just, give, you just give him something and when, and then, this is, Kara said, what should I tell him? Guillermo, I really feel like right now it's not really a good time. And he was, she was being so She was being star- patronizing, sarcastic. And, and, and Patrick's like, yeah, that'd be really nice. And, and I, I went, went, yes, you, you. I was like, Kara, you just reduced him to ashes and he's not aware of he's it. Not, I'm like, you're, she, the fact that you, it. I'm team Kara now. I'm officially in her camp. Oh, it's I've official. For, I, I'm actually, I was I'm in team between. Kara, but I'm team Karen Guillermo, honestly. Yeah. Oh, but I mean. Yeah, because you really – I was on the laptop gate. I was more Team Kara. You were very much like give Guillermo something I said of his maybe own. not a laptop. I said I understand where he's coming from. I, I, and I do think that this – her saying a toothbrush, that does seem condescending. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't disagree when Patrick says you were trying to shut him down as fast as you can. But it's interesting they weren't even talking. They basically they never said this. They weren't actually talk. This wasn't about not to sound too therapizy, but they weren't talking about the laptop. Right. It was that Guillermo just wanted to be heard, and Kara, and then even Kobe, bless his heart, because Patrick said maybe it's just your tone, and then Kobe says, Co- or Kobe said yes, it's just your tone, and Emily goes, yeah, I talked to me about that. Too. Uh, your tone is the worst. The though. worst. Her, she's y'all. She is out to demean him with her tone. I, that is what she's out to do. I, but I, so not to be too man defending, but I do think that Kara's tone a little bit. I, I agree. Get sharp with him. But Emily, if they don't talk about on part two, fucking Emily and Kobe and that fight in that barn, I'm gonna be pissed I, off. I do feel like all the men were going, blah, blah, this, we're belly aching. I'm like, oh, you're all so fragile. You're all so fragile. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just, should we get into Bilal and Shida? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, okay. So, the, Sean basically says, so we've talked about that. Bilal, would you say you're a neat freak? He's like, yeah, I can. Now, it feels like Bilal has talked himself into this zen state. Yes. He will yes. not be bothered. He, he will not. He is not going to let any of the haters raise his hackles one bit. Nope. And he, you can tell, y'all, he's answering questions very quietly. And very well. I mean, we'll talk about this. I think I've said, or you said before, 
Bilal would be a good politician. He would because be. Of that, because and politici- good politicians are usually salespeople. And terrifying. But they're good at that. So they're talking about and uh, and she's like, you were even just talking about how I was messy backstage. I'm like, it's like you were. He's like, you were putting your dirty hand on me. And he's like, I had a speck. I had a blah blah blah. And the thing is, you guys, we could think that they're we could think that they're bickering. Neither one of them are laughing. No, the, the thing that I realized with this is the thing that what Bilal bitches about for the most part. Uh, I actually, maybe like 70% of the time, there's a small, like you said, there's a small truth in it, but there's also the truth in what he's saying, but then he knows it's attached to some type of shame. Yes, like, it's about the, humiliating and her. And the, the example of this is Shida was dirty. Yes. He didn't someone dirt, which he needs to understand that like that is that we know Shida like – Oh, she doesn't want to be seen. He as fully that. understands it, but it's like he takes. But was he right in saying, "Hey, don't"? I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, "Hey, don't touch my face." If you have chicken grease on your fingers, like nothing wrong. But it's again the way he goes about it. But then I will say, Shida plays into this. She tries to touch his face, and he just says, "She gets so." Um, her shame, her own shame, it has honestly, she came into this, I think, with a lot of shame. It oh, has yes. has nothing to do with him. Agree. It just helped me see the relationship. So he calls out something in her. She feels more shameful, even though he was probably right to say. And wants to throw hands. more dirt. But then she throws more at him. Yep. And then it just becomes this cycle. They're, it made me see even more. They are really not right for Awful. one another. Awful. Awful. And so, happily ever after. Be sure to check out for new seasons with Bilal <gasps> and Shida, everybody. Yikes. So, Sean so, said, so, so, and Shida says, they're talking about the prank. And, uh, and they're also the keep your hands to yourself. She thing, said, don't give which, me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. I, w- I was still, I'm still, every time I watch that scene, oh. you can just see Bilal fuming and that's why i wrote at the end of this segment he looks blivid and not livid y'all blivid just you bubbling know you know why with, livid and and shida says when Bilal came to trinidad we treated him like royalty we did everything we should and i Co- expect the same treatment and kobe did say man that was terrible you're gonna spend the rest of your life with her that was shitty kobe said what we all said yeah and Sean said, well, what do you think this reaction said about her? And Bilal said, uh, you know, I didn't think she would take it as far as she did. I was like, who are you talking about here? But you took this so far. And then Eve even said, it sounds like this was a test. And Bilal said, this is not a test. And I went, I wanted to say, roll the tape, Gary, because didn't he say? Yes, 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 I thought he said in the first, second episode, this it's is a little. A, it's, like, it's a little bit of a test. I think he said the fucking yeah. actual word test. He did. He said it's not a test. It's words of confirmation. Uh, le- later, Ari basically says, "Bilal, you are an answer for everything," and I think that's. I'm suspicious. sorry. If you're gonna talk like Ari. Sorry, Bilal, you're my answer for everything, and I think that's suspicious. Me too. Me too. Good point, Ari. And. Uh oh, we had a little power flicker. (laughs) 
We're still going strong. My my power did go off on Thursday. We are going through a heat wave in Los Angeles, so let's cross our fingers. You know what? Just to make sure the camera's fine, we're going to stop we for a commercial, a and we'll be right back. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at Me Undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. Me Undies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and...
the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash reality gaze and start your song after you purchase you'll be prompted to add spotify streaming for your original song for free a 50 dollars value again our url is songfinch.com slash reality gaze don't forget to share your song with us too songfinch.com slash reality gaze now gary play us out with a little bit of our songfinch original song to all our queens Open, find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Power's still on. We're back. <laughs> We're back. So... Sean Robinson asked everyone, she says, so who thinks Shida was being too physical? No one. No one raises their hand. I I didn't think she was doing being too physical per se, but I think that she didn't get they that's the thing. They don't read each other's energy at all. Well, and I think I, she doesn't she's incapable of reading his because he's putting out an illusion of what his energy is. And it even like on the tell-all, though, I wouldn't, my partner, I wouldn't physically grab my partner's face and try to cover their mouth on television. I agree. It's not that good. That makes me squirm. Um, but no, so no one thinks, though. And um, 
Shada says, see, Shada said, I think women test men to see what they get away with. I was like, and but, don't give away your cards, honey. No, but it wasn't <laughs> that. Bilal's face. You could see oh, yeah, his yeah, face. Yeah. And he said, did you see? She said the word test. She said, and I went, oh, my God, he's letting that part of himself show on national. T- Y'all, like. It's all, this is all a game to him. Like, oh, yeah. That he just wants to win. He, in his head, he will read messages as, I'm looking for a partner. The, he is looking for someone to constantly be better than, to constantly humiliate, to he, constantly, yes. basically, to, feel, to mm-hmm. shame. To that, feel validated, he needs to put someone down. Yes. He needs to hurt another person. Yeah. By the way, you look old today. I meant to tell you. <laughs> I feel good. Bert Lar looks better than you. <laughs> you feel Second better. Second reference. <laughs> Bert Lar has better grooming than you do. And you feel better, don't and you? And I feel better. <laughs> it's amazing how that works. <laughs> Oh, put him up. Oh, put him up. up. Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. We straighten who listen. We are teaching. We are teaching you about classic stars of cinema. It's true. And straight women who and, are listening. And television. Someone's someone watched this earlier and said, um, uh, I didn't I didn't even remember that Jerry Mathers was in fucking yeah. Leave It to Beaver. The fags who listen are like, oh, they they're doing Bert Large stuff. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, the lesbians are like, what am I? Why am I listening? And Bilal <laughs> said, in hindsight, I should have said sorry. And that's where Guillermo says, I want to be like you when I grow up. And the I thing went, no, is, you don't. The thing is, Guillermo's just wrong there. I should have said, I'm sorry. Later on, uh, Sean basically says, uh, they, Patrick's saying, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you, you, I want to talk about this in specific. So I ahead. wrote it down because Patrick I will say he looked terrible in his tell, but it was I cheered having someone that could dissect Bilal's game better than we could. Honestly. Oh, I agree. You when know he, why? Because Patrick's a salesman. Yeah, and Patrick said sales, sales, sales security systems. If he you said don't know. he's an amazing salesman. This is an amazing sales tactic. He said honestly, I'm watching you in all Bilal, and Bilal is just sitting there. What's interesting about this is Patrick. The 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 security systems he's involved with have been accused of being an MLM. Mm. It is widely known as that, and there's a big idea about it. So the idea of MLMs. You are say also MLM, and I just go M and M, and then I just want multi level marketing. I know, but then I just want M and Ms. My inner fat kid here is M and M. When you put them together, I don't care if you put MLM. I want an M and M now. It's not too inner most days. <laughs> Love some peanut M and M's. <laughs> have you had the new caramel ones? We need to move on. I have not had the caramel. They're not M&Ms. noobs. They're good. You know what I don't enjoy? I still like the peanut M and M's better than the peanut butter M and M's. I agree. I would rather if I'm going to have peanut butter butter, I'd rather have a Reese's Pieces. No, they're too sweet. Oh God! We I want, need to move on. I want a Reese's peanut butter cup, and I want to eat M and M's plain M and M's. With it, we've triggered people, <laughs> so we need to move. Y'all, don't, Fine. don't send us candy, we don't need it. But Patrick goes on to say, 
the thing with you, well, sorry, I got to get it all out because it was so good. He said, you never stop. You always know what to say. You even know how to drop your tone to get people engaged. Y'all, and that, and that's why sociopaths are some of the best, best salesmen around. ever. Jeffrey Dahmer will sell you a vacuum <laughs> and then I, eat you. I don't know if he was a sociopath. I, I think, don't think he was that kind of social sociopath. Ty says, yep, that's what he does. You do that to me. And Patrick kind of says, yep. And Shida says, yeah, I feel like Bilal always has to win the conversation. And then Patrick, like a fucking professor, says, yeah, it's called overcoming objections. And I went, what the fuck? It's MLM stuff. He's, what he is, the fuck? He is bringing out his MLM training to sell people and showing and through using, using that to read Bilal for Phil. And y'all, Bilal is just sitting there not looking at Patrick. Just looking straight ahead. It and is boiling inside. And I will uh, I want to say one other thing. The takedown. Oh. Sean says uh they he's like they asked uh uh he said, Okay, maybe I was wrong about that. But you did that and sh- and and Sean in a very, very concise which she rarely does, she lets them kind of do the stuff. Sean says do you ever say, okay, I was wrong, and then not, but what about, and not what about after? And he went, okay, you're right, I was wrong. And she's like, Bilal, that's just passive aggressive. She called, she called him, him out. out. I did not think she would do this with him. I didn't think she would either. And y'all, he, this was terrifying it was terrifying he just got really quiet and even more quiet yeah says yeah i'm fine you're right shida he oh i guarantee you he punished shida for this tell oh i can't even tell you for weeks probably didn't speak to her afterwards i bet you he gave her the sign Bilal is that person that gets angry and doesn't talk to you for several oh, days I, the worst I, I know she doesn't listen i know she doesn't listen she doesn't but if Shida or a friend of Shida does, have her maybe listen to this episode or tell her that these are signs of someone who will be controlling and abusive in your relationship. Like she needs to and, get out of this and relationship. You don't, and yes, abusive relationships are all over the place. You can be physically abusive, uh, emotionally, but you can also verbally, be verbally. But just this is emotional abuse. Yes, at its worst. It's not good. They talk about the prenup a little bit. Prenup. Burnerp. And she uh, she said, I'm uh, I was prepared to leave without the clauses. And Sean this was a good question goes into this. And we've talked about this before. They talk about the prenup because I just want to I think what you're going to say. Yeah. Is, Shada says, I put in there. We need to have two kids. clauses. You need to help with my business. And we need to have start try to have kids. Try to have kids by the time I'm 40. So anyway, go ahead. So there's nothing. And Sean brings up. But what happens if you don't? In contracts, and there are things that happen, and they both kind of say yeah, there's like a, this. Well, no, she said, she said there's a con- – in contracts or in prenups, there's a, a cause and effect, so yeah. to speak. If this doesn't happen, if this does happen, nothing. But yeah. if it doesn't, then what is the consequence for that? Like you leave or something like this. And this and, is – as someone who worked in a law office, this is – Always in it. It's not just this kind of arbitrary. We yeah. don't know what's going to happen. And y'all, that's when at this moment, kudos to Sean. 
the whole pernerp just unraveled. Because Shida goes, uh... Well, we're gonna. We don't have says, we're gonna try whatever is humanly possible, but it's all up to God. It's all, of course. Y'all, everyone knows that. Sean Robinson, I we follow her Instagram. She is a very godly woman. She talks yeah. about Jesus a lot. She's also a good. This is a good business person to ask yeah. this question. Just and I, yeah, and I've just gotta say, uh, and strangely. When we we didn't spend too much time on that, but it was an amazing point to bring up oh. that there's no repercussions if they don't have a baby. There's no no repercussions. He's going to help you start your place, yes. But what if he doesn't? There's no repercussions. Nothing so, will happen to you. The, like, this idea of putting in a clause, you guys, because he could divorce her. Because I would say if we don't try to have a baby by 40, we're not trying to have a baby by 40. If we get divorced, you owe me $20,000. Exactly. If you don't help me start my business and you don't give me that money by such and such period, you owe me $50,000. And that wasn't there. And both this of is them. A f- if Shida did go an attorney like she said she did, this is a failure of her attorney. I agree. And, failure. And, and both of them were kind of like just staring like this. And, there, and then, and then, and then uh, like, well, Bilal's ex-wife had a lot to say. Let's bring out Shahida. She looked fucking great, I have to say. She did. Her makeup looked great. Her dress was I cute. I don't love the combination of her glasses with her look. I think she needed darker frames that say something. Her frames don't say enough. Okay, I get that. Yeah. Oh, her face said enough. <laughs> so, so Shahida we, says, I came here because, before she even goes on, she says to the camera, I came here because there's a breakdown. When the truth is revealed, Shahida will owe me, Shahida will owe me an apology, as well as Bilal. And I just wrote, this bitch. Now, this is, this is when we get into, she says, after 10 years of marriage, we, he says, after Timber's marriage, we, one of us fell Sean out of said, love. Sean said, one of you fell out of love. And... Or that's what she, she said. What happened? We try, now, the thing about it is, I understand they're going this way for, to make a point. But, like you said earlier, who fucking cares? She could have said in one sentence, so Shahida, you were married to Bilal for 10 years. Did you feel like you got lectures from him? Yes. And she could have said yes. Instead of this... What happened in your marriage? And then she goes into this, well, I wanted a best friend, and I felt like I was getting more of a father figure. Or in a mom, yeah. And Sean said, so lectures. Yes, but I just went, I mean, I guess she agreed to it, but it felt gross that we're going into her. And I, but I'm watching this and going, wait a minute. Yeah. I haven't looked at her Instagram and shit like that. Is she in on this fame Probably. thing too? Yep. Is so- literally Bilal... And his whole family, including his ex, in on this thing just for them to, quote, grow their fucking empire at the and that Shida can be collateral damage. I think it's all appearances for them. Oh, and for sure. And they circle the wagons like nobody else. They really do. And this is And like, I come from the Mars. This we is, circle the wagons. This looks they're they're treating themselves like they're the fucking Kennedys and no one can really say anything about them. And, it's true though. Aunt Peggy actually had a wagon for a while. <laughs> if somebody got pissed, she just drive it around. It was motorized cuz she didn't want a horse. <laughs> Had a little OU on the back of it because the OU we wagon. We need to move okay. on. Okay, 
Um, so size of a golf cart. He had uh, he had. She's like he had problems with the house. He had Shahida is talking about or Shahida is talking about this, and she asked for the divorce. And Sean says to Shida, "Neat freak, controlling, lecture. Do you see a pattern?" And then says, "You haven't looked at Shahida since she's come on." The show very much shades of Paige and Lindsay from the Summer House. Yes, reunion. yes, yes, yes. Um, and she said, "Why silence?" And then later on, I still don't like how she came at me in my own home. And Shaida says, "Well, when I came to her home, she she thought I was disrespectful." And but the thing is, she has a marriage with no assets. And, and well, no, was, Shida. I just want to say this is important. Shida said she came at me in my home. She said, and it still hurts. Yeah. So Shida actually talked about. Her emotions, emotions and how she said, I was hoping for I was hoping to have a sisterhood and a friendly relationship with yeah. her. And then that's when you started talking about Shahida. That's when Shahida started talking. And that's when Shahida said uh, she thought it was disrespectful. Oh, well, yeah. Marriage that, you know, she was getting into a marriage with no assets. And Sh- Shahida went, that's some shade, Shahida. And well, she then, didn't say that. She said it calmer because Shida says, once you show me who you are, you would draw. And then at one point, this was such a weird moment. Bilal was just sitting there, and Sean went, hi, Bilal. Because, y'all, Bilal's energy was so dark that at that point, Sean had to pretend to be someone she wasn't to it was so such a weird scene. It was a weird scene. It was well because also before that, Jabri of course gets into like y'all are really hurt and tries Ugh. to assess the situation and saying all this shit. And you know, it, it we're gonna say you kind of glossed over it. And I think it's important to bring up with Shahida what makes her so terrible is that um, you had no it, assets. It, it, well, she said not only that you had no ass, assets, but Shahida said Shida said you know I withdrew from you, and Shahida says. Um. Well, what what I'm supposed to say? We need to talk about the prenup. It's a need. She's like, uh, she's saying my tone was of disrespect. She said, that's what she said. You have no assets, and she said, you live with you lived with your parents, and that's where and you didn't own a home. Kind of silent. So she's. I just want to bring up that. She is shaming Shida, yep. and that's where Shida said that's shame because you don't know my life. And she said, "I have a, um, I had a, pra- I had a yoga practice. I had this." So she. Was I don't basically- think they're wrong though. I do think Shida probably builds up her life because of that immaturity yeah. way more than it actually was. But, but still, it's still hurtful. Yeah. Um, well, as Jabri said, it's just hurt. Y'all just got hurt. This is all just about hurt. You know, it's kind of like. You know, again, y'all, if and a failure on our part, I was going to talk about it, but he was so shitty that we realized we didn't do a reenactment of his wedding vows for their fucking music video that was just fucking spoken word, whatever. Not even good spoken word. Bullshit. It doesn't deserve us. But now he's been such shit. We just forgot it for a reason. It doesn't deserve because us. Because he's kind of just, we're getting that. It's we, too that, on the that nose. Jabri who did the vows. The slam poet Jabri is who we're getting in this whole fucking tell-all. Yeah, it's it's useless to comment because it's already an act. It's hard yes. for me. It's hard for me to critique a Meryl Streep performance when it's already a performance. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's true. Sean then said, "This is where I really, I actually, I'm not kidding. I full on yelled at my TV and said." Fuck you. Whenever Sean asked Shahida 
What was your reaction to Shida's reaction yes. to the house? And Shida said, I was saddened for Bilal, for him. And y'all, this is all about money. Oh, yeah. It's that he's giving her money. She knows she has to fucking wipe his ass and tell him his dick is so big mm-hmm. so that way she can get a fucking dime from him besides still, just illegal alimony. I still don't think he has any money. I don't think so I either. I still, yeah. And now, then, did you, I wanna, you, you skipped over it, but I want to talk about oh, yeah, please. what Bilal said. We live in a world. Oh, 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 thank you. We live in oppressive, we live in an impress, oppressive word environment. And words can really hurt. I'm like, that is some shit coming from you. Did you see them look at Patrick's reaction? Yes. And he kind of rolled his eyes. It's like words can hurt. Words can give you life or cause you destruction. You spot it, you got it, bitch. You're the one that you literally are destroying her with your words. I wanted the devil to just come up with brimstone and go hey, hey, hey and just grab him and take him down and go that's some shit come with me <laughs> you went double went down to georgia yeah i did i did oh. um so she said i was sad for him and then shahida goes on to say i lived in her that house for two years for for her to show that side of herself i was taken aback and i wrote was there a kitchen sink when you lived in there? Because there wasn't. <laughs> or, was there a, or was there a plant just there? Was there was just greenery in a fucking hole. And I bet you there weren't holes on the ceiling. Fuck you, you fucking sanctimonious bitch. Ugh. I agree. And this was Ugh. all in an attempt to make Shida look bad. All an attempt. Oof. It's going to be awful. really, really really hard to watch that family on unhappily ever after it's our job so i will do it and the only my only hope from their segments is that people that watch this show can see their own controlling marriage of their own yep spouse and know this is some bullshit agree i've got to call my best friend and we i got to get out of this and get support amen that's my only hope, hope in this let's hope should we move on to even Mohammed? Yes, there's a little bit of Tim and Kenny, but it's a hat on a hat for yeah. us just to talk about Tim and Kenny's reaction. But anyway, we're in a better place, you guys. That's bullshit. I don't know if you noticed this. He barely touched her the whole time. Do you, but is that a cultural thing though? That I don't possibly know if he would do that. That's true. Yeah, I I thought that, but then I thought when they started talking about cultural stuff. But I just get a vibe that they're not even together anymore. They're, you know, we, we've not had this completely – it's all been in the in the Twitter, Twitter sphere and, and on Instagram and everything sphere. like that. Yeah, and, but there's been w- women DMing Muhammad and like all kinds of things, like women who tried to bait him. Uh, and stuff like that. And obviously he took the bait. And but, he's dumb, so he was baited. Yeah. So anyway, uh, and Kara really did like us. Kara's like, from the beginning, you guys were the ones that was like, is this going to work out? We said the same thing. We did say the same thing. And Mom said, I realize she is grown woman. Now, this is the other thing. Jabri will do anything he can. He's like, girl, well, let's He's preface like, this because Sean said, so you don't care about her clothes. And that's right. where Kara says, 
I don't think it's any man's place to comment on yes, what a thank woman you. wears. And that's when he's like, have you ever been to Egypt, woman? I, well, he honestly didn't say, not to bring up, not to take, I thought Jabri actually, he, Jabri kind of was saying what we've been saying about Eve. Yeah. He said, because, but he was, Jabri's, but he was, but I'm sorry. He's he, traveling. I, I disagree with you in the way he did it. Yeah. Yeah. He said, you ever been to Egypt? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's Again, all about why are you talking? Why are you saying "woman" about something you know nothing about? Yes, uh, he could have started saying a cultural difference because, but instead, this is what Jabri does. He shames the woman because, and then he immediately, "Have you been to Egypt?" And then he turns to Muhammad. He's like, "I give you a lot of respect." And, and then he says, says something, something in Arabic, in Arabic, just to fucking show off, to say yep. that he's fucking bilingual because. Again, he's not a stupid he's guy. He's not bilingual. He knows five phrases in Arabic. Maybe he worked on that. And so he said, well, I think he doesn't he speak uh, Serbian. I think he's he is. He does speak Serbian. Yeah. I, was, um, I should say bilingual English and Serbian probably. Okay. Uh, and Jabri He said, doesn't know Arabic. I'm, I'm sorry. That's okay. a clarification. Uh, and Jabri is like, I understand your perspective. And so it's this idea of – I think that's what's gross, uh, even grosser. Is that Jabri can't just say, I think there's a cool, I understand Mohammed's perspective. He's got to shame, shame someone before he does and it. And tell someone else they're wrong and the other person is right. And not that they're wrong, they're wrong and they're stupid. Yeah. That's the way he comes off. The, at, two, the, two, the two targets he had were Kara and Ari. This, yeah. Pretty I much. was really surprised, and we're going to see more of them next episode. I was surprised he's. And I think in part two, he will come for Emily. Yeah. It is interesting, though. I have to say so far in this tell-all, we were wrong. The people that we thought that were going to come for other people, we, we thought Emily was going to be all in this shit. Yeah, I thought she, she was too. Barely said, like you said, barely said a word. The, the, and Bilal hasn't come for anybody else? No. Uh... Ari has been – we knew Ari would come for people occasionally, mm-hmm. but she's been rel- – Kara has been – at. We, we did say that. We thought Kara yeah. would be um, – but it's been Jabroni most We of didn't the time. talk about Jabri, but uh, that's just because we, we didn't want to talk about him in the television. Because I can't stand him. I will say we did – forgot this. I think maybe this is in part one when or earlier when Miona – she had a great line when she said to Bilal, she's like – you do sound like professor. <laughs> that would that made me laugh. But so now E brings up a now see this is like E brings up a point, but he can post a picture half naked and I can't. That's not fair. Jabri says what we've been trying to say, but that's how it is in his country. Yeah. So he's bringing but, up this just misunderstanding. That, I think, and then Ari's like, but he said he was he was in this country now, and he's like he's adapting. He says, and I, I don't, I don't agree that when people say, "Well, you're in America now, land of the fucking, land of fucking, fucking free." free. Uh, to quote Angela, yes, they are in America, but that just doesn't mean as soon as somebody gets to fucking Ellis no. Island, they abandon their culture. America is a melting pot, or a salad bowl, or it's a mixture of all cultures. So it's not you don't have to assimilate. That's no. garbage, by the way. If you hear that from anybody saying everyone should assimilate when they come right to America, that's garbage. Because what and that's they're some saying, American jingoistic shit. Agreed. And because it's the same idea of like I have a lot of 
Latinx friends that are our age in their mid forties, and they don't know any Spanish or mm-hmm. whatever their home, their family, even though their parents were fluent in it, because when they because they were not allowed 80s, to speak Spanish said, at home. Don't speak Spanish at home. We go. We're Americans. We speak mm-hmm. English. That's bullshit. And so I do think that's tied to this this idea of Ari saying that. I'm like, no, that's not right. I wonder though if that was in an attempt to be American. Or that was something they they absorbed, because I don't think that was America telling them we don't speak Spanish here. No, yeah. But no, I just want to. I, I I don't know if that. I don't know what was going on propaganda wise. But in nowadays, you hear we don't we don't want Spanish to become like, even the even the the governor of Alabama said. I will not let Spanish become the uh, language children speak in schools. Well, we'll see who you get to uh, fill all those jobs that you don't want to yeah. uh, pay, pay a decent wage for and see who works uh, for she'll him. die soon. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. Uh, y'all, if you're a white person and you're upset that you're not going to be in the minority or majority anymore, get over it. Or welcome it as... I'm not even over. I'm happy. It's fine. Let's say we had a good run. And fine. Enjoy, enjoy it for what it is. Pressure's off me. Exactly. Fine. <laughs> it's hard for me to say that because I've never felt I've it. never felt that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I've always I've always felt like a member of of a of a minority and I because I've never felt accepted by the majority. Well, so. Oh, cuz you're gay as hell. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just not like other people. <laughs> Yo, when, when your young son practices Barbra Streisand's Evergreen for 10 hours <laughs> on his little keyboard as an eight-year-old, he's ten, not like everybody. Not 10 hours. A couple hours. He's not like everyone else. I'm not like the other boys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Poodle. That's, that's the biography of Poodle, volume three. Not like other boys. Not like other boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they bring up the thing of when... He says, Eve says, well, he says, go back to Egypt. And they bring up Sean said, well, let's talk about that. How did you feel about when he found another another sponsor? Um, we find out Mohammed said that she didn't even have her taxes done. Now, I've got to say, he called out the, the, the hypocrisy of the show right there. Y'all, that is like, <laughs> she's got to have her fucking taxes done. To have because they have to show proof of income for her to support like that. So supposedly she's in she does she doesn't even own her house that she's in right now. Okay, um, and she said she owned it, and her oh. financials aren't in the best places. But that's that's what I've just seen on the interwebs. But he he's he calls out the show. He's like, I'm not fucking with this. She had not paid her taxes, and she had not filed paperwork. So I was just saying I was gonna find someone else who did. It's, it's, it makes pragmatic it's sense. It's pragmatic. It's very, it's cold and cruel. It is to yeah. say that, but it's not emotional at all. No. I'm not defending that he said it. Me it's either. It's a shitty thing to say. No, he, he will forever go down in history as one of the most transactional people For sure. Ever. For sure. And for the voice that like this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Girlfriend, no, you didn't. Well, they, so they finally talk about Sean. I will say Sean asked some better questions this tell because she said to Eve, she said, well, do you feel like you led him on Eve? Yeah. As far as because you basically said you didn't do your homework in this. Mm-hmm. And Eve said, you know, I did stuff without him even asking me and I changed things. 
Right. And she said, like, I don't have alcohol in my house. So I went, oh, that's why you have to go have a wine night with the girls two weeks after he gets there. I I think that was – I wonder how much of what he said – I don't think they talked in in – in solid no in solid things at all and i think she did a lot of that for him and she expected him to say i am so glad you have already done these things for me i appreciate you even more that's you can not wear a bikini that's not him y'all he's never gonna say that he's not gonna say that and i also do think he probably has come from a culture where i shouldn't have to tell a woman that it's expected for her to know and find yeah. out so now she did not do a google of islam it oh, is obvious <laughs> i think shida called her out yeah. for that she's like you married an egyptian man what'd you expect you should have known that she's like she said a blind wearing- man with spectacles could see this could happen we that was one of the things we said earlier on. Yeah. Like we all get it. And he the thing about it is, I'm not defending him, you guys, but he's saying things like if she wants to convert, it needs to be her decision. I still go back to kind of our first thing, and sadly we're gonna get this more this next week when Tatiana, their friend, comes on because she's coming on. Oh uh, so uh it's Tatiana, there's um um uh David comes on with Bilal. Oh yes. Um so but David comes on with Jabri. Jabri, I'm sorry, it was Jabri. Um but no no I thought we would get Emily's parents or sister. We don't see we didn't see them on we, Oh, I, we have to get I them. I know. I'm going to be upset if they don't. I feel like Emily and uh Emily and uh Kobe are going to get <sighs> A That's good, a shame. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. But so, um, anyway, I think, though, that next week, or um, anyway, sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. She, so, Shida says that Mohammed's talking about fix, f- pictures being posted of her that bothered his family. Um, and Eve says, well, but she's when saying, we were think over of there, his family. Yeah. Yeah. He said, but when we were over there, he said, my religion doesn't judge people. And so that was for her to just be like, Okay, I'm good then. Like, yeah, it's it, it's interesting for her to say my religion doesn't judge people, and he can he could also say because her religion is very miasm it's just a miasma of stuff. Yeah, and I don't even know what it is. And I guarantee you, there are people who practice her religion that does judge people. Your religion is not a monolith, no. nor is Islam. And I think you, we can, we can, we could, there is nuance about this. Yes, a religion that should make women feel less than is not, not good. No. Now, at the same time, we can be nuanced about these discussions. Yes. 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 I think, or you can be Miona and just level it and say, how weak is your relationship if a bikini will destroy it? <laughs> It's a great line. And we all just go, oh, fuck. It's and a great line. And he's just standing there blinking. Yeah. And then you hear, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, should we move on to Chris and Guillermo? Yes. Sorry, Karen and Guillermo. Guillermo. Just a little bit. We meet, we meet the Orthodox John Lennon comes in for a little bit and Lime at Alabama. We stayed for two years and it was serious. He was like, it was wild, though, dude. It's wild. 
Is it uh, Jabri who says he's looking like ZZ Top? Yeah. That made me or laugh. No, uh, ZZ Top and also Ozzy Osbourne. Oz- that did make me laugh. He does have Ozzy Osbourne glasses. I, that's the thing. Is Jabri says, I wish Jabri just got his ego checked. Because he would be funny and likable if he wasn't such a narcissist. And spoiled Boy. child. Uh, anyway, she basically says... What's up, Guillermo? And Guillermo doesn't even talk to him. No. Or acknowledge him. And this is the thing. He says, when she, Kara finally says, okay, I need to tell my side of the story here. I left college. I left all of this. And Guillermo's like, they, you can understand. They've cheated. They've, they've now, t- since the show has aired, they've definitely talked about this. Because Guillermo says, listen, I've cheated before, too. And so it's we, we've talked about it. And, and Yeah, then, Kara said we were... Literally, y'all, it's Patrick is laughing at this guy. Carrie yeah. says, we were just horny teenagers. Like, she's... Right. Then Jabri says, all this, like, cheating, like, this one, like, I I call my exes to apologize because I love women. I respect and value women, and I want to tell them I was wrong. And she, she said, I was cheating and calling my exes. Funny thing, y'all. How performative. Shout out to one of our sissies. Because they actually, um, they actually sent us a recording of one of the calls of Jabri oh. calling one of his exes. Great! Uh, I just want to play it right now. Um, hello, hello. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hello. Hello. Melodica. Yes, Melonica. Hello. Uh, it's it's your Hello. boy. It's Is your boy this... Jabroni. Who? Jabroni. Jabri. Jab- you knew me as Jabri? Mark. Mark. Yeah. You know. Oh, what? I I'm I, at I'm at work right now. What? What? Are you uh, still at any ants? Uh, no. That was ten years ago. I got a I got a real job. That. Oh, what like, is it? Uh, I, I I work in a dental office. I'm a hygienist now. Remember when you said, "Oh yeah, oh my god, I'm so sorry." And you call me a loser, and you said I'm a punk because I'm like. No, I don't right. want to talk about. I don't want to talk call, any about that. Why are you calling Mark? I just want to say I'm sorry. And I saw on Instagram you look. Girl, you looking good. And yeah, I don't care. I just want to say care. thank you so what? much for the time we had together. Yeah, no, I don't. What's that music in the background? Oh, that's my boy. Uh, my boy, uh, me and David are making uh, making some sp- sick beats with Space Cash. I think it's clear why we broke up. You know, I value you. I value you as a woman. Yeah, you I are don't... a spirit of. You are a spirit of Aphrodite. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Yeah, Jabri, you cried during sex. I gotta go. Bye. Wait. That was that. That's <laughs> that. That was the call. Yeah, that was the call. That's how they all went. That's how they all went. The, and that, y'all, they made him feel better. Those no. were all apologies for him. him. And he probably made most. Makes of, me sick. Actually, not one of Jabri's exes got a phone said. Rhonda, I feel so much better. You know who just called me? Remember that loser, Jabri, who did nothing with his life? He just apologized for seven years ago for me wasting three months on him. No one. These were all for him. Yuck. Yuck. So they're talking about Kobe mentions, uh, or, or sorry, uh, Emily mentions Kobe took his ex out. Kobe took his ex out on a date. And can you imagine how awful that made me feel? When I was at home with his child. <laughs> I mean, that is weird. 
Hopefully we'll hear a little more about that. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but it was weird, though, in this tell-all. We're seeing all, finding out about all this shit that we never saw in the season. Mm-hmm. A now, lot of stuff. Chris and Kara, yes. Chris was brought yeah. on. Because, again, y'all, Kara and Guillermo don't have problems. No, they're and fine. they found out they're about fine. Chris, and they went... Because when these people get on the show, Lightning they in a search bottle. their Instagram and go, who's this guy? That's my ex. They contacted I guarantee you how that's happened. Otherwise, they would have nothing to talk about. Nothing. Because they don't have problems. But with all these other couples, why are we going into... There's enough to talk about with Emily and Kobe yeah. than to bring up about an ex from years ago. It's weird. Um, should we... Jabri sh- said a great line. Look. You got to leave Ozzy Osbourne in the past because you're with James Bond. It's and I think there was one little line where uh, the, Chris is like, "Well, he wasn't man enough for you," and Kara's like, touches his stomach. Well, obviously, he was man enough for me. Yeah, and and Guillermo says, "You know, you 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 shut the fuck up because uh, well, he didn't say that. I did. I know who I am." But Guillermo said, "I love myself a lot." Yeah, which. Good for him. Kara does say, I'm sorry that I didn't break it off 13 years ago. It's ridiculous. We, y'all, it's ridiculous. She's 30 years old having to talk to her high school No, boyfriend. it's stupid. Stupid. Is it time to move on to Boston John? Yeah, as Kenny said, I just want to say, Kenny said, I think that boyfriend needs to move the fuck on. <laughs> And I enjoyed it. Um, so Boston John, he's like, everybody's all dressed fancy. It's nice to meet you. Everyone's looking sharp. Sean says, how do you feel about being an Sorry, uncle? Nice to meet you. He just says, I literally wrote, nice to meet you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, it's the best thing in the world. Uh, you know. Um, you didn't tell anybody, did you, John? Uh, I may have told one friend when I was drunk. Uh, uh, and she, she wrote, congrats on Instagram. And then we, and this is shitty. Then we have It's Thais. shitty. It's shitty, but at the same time, Tyus didn't tell her husband she was pregnant. So, but it's still. And shitty. I've just got to say, she says she got an Instagram message saying "congrats," and she didn't know what. That's is terrible. John a good person? I don't know. He makes amazing television. I'm actually going to say, I think John is probably someone with a good tries to have a good heart. But just can't help showing his ass. Like yeah. he says, I'm combative. So it makes him not a good person because I think he will he will slash up anyone in his way that hurts yeah. him. Would you watch better. a show with him? All day. Me too. All day, every day. He's a fucking Jersey housewife. That's what this felt like. They wanted this reunion to be a housewives reunion instead of mm, a 90-day fiance good tell-all. Point. Good point. So anyway, they're talking about – he's like, I don't remember – you know, I don't remember if I told him that. that and Well, Jabri comes out and says, John, are you drunk right now? And this is strange. It's almost like, why is, John, why is Jabri going at John? It's a, and I, I can only imagine that Jabri says, now this is someone who's volatile. This is someone I can pick a fight with. That, I can pick a fight with him. And also, out of everybody in that room... John was probably one of the most memed, most popular. So who has the oh, power in the room? Oh, yeah. I got John you. has the power in this room. And he's drawn to it like a moth and to a Jabri's plane. He's like, I got to take this guy Clout. down. Clout. Clout. So I'm the biggest guy in it's the like room. Like Tim said, you got you to gotta take him down in prison. 
Exactly. Um, and and he's like, you, "What you drunk down?" He's like, "Dude, I had six beers last night." And he's like, "Your sparkles are blinding me." And then y'all, the cast fell out. Fell and out. Jabri knew he had lost. He knew, and because John said, "I don't know." He drops the earphone and says, I don't know if I can fucking focus right now. And I love that Discovery Plus did not edit it out. No. Now, at this point, John starts lobbing burns after burn, burn after, after burn. burn. And at one point, he's like uh, – Because they watch some clips, and then she says – and Sean says, you were definitely trash-talking Thais. And John says, I got to be honest with you. He with does you. say it literally just like that. He says, I think she's good for him and that they are good for one another. Yeah. But I'm a combative person. He's, whip, he's 100% whipped. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, you're whipped. You're whipped. And then, he, then Jabri says, this is so interesting how he's trying to predict people's futures. He's like, you won't have a happy ending. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, look at you fucking Woody over there. Trying yeah. to go but, yeah, hop along Cassidy. With your sparkles. I'm glad you didn't bring your cowboy hat. Yeah. Like he's Woody. just calling out the ridiculousness <sighs> that is Jabri. And I'm loving And Jabri it. is just responding with, I would call a medical for, metaphorical, you butthead. Yeah. Or if we said. Come on, sparkles. You, are you dummy? Yeah. Like, so it's just, it's, and then Jabri tries to say, oh, well, no, then John says, kind of what we always want to know. Uh, John says, are you still living at home? How's oh, your family? You still how, living at home? Still living on the farm? You on the farm? You on the farm with your family? And Jabri says, well, you're living at home, drinking your six packs and playing video games. So now it becomes John is making fun of Jabri being a loser. I would say Jabri is making fun of John's depression. Yeah. And probably alcoholism. And his addiction. Not that that makes it, but it does feel gross that... That's what Jabri has to go in for. Punching down. He's pun- – yeah. You're right, though. It was glorious to see John just <gasps> deflate him in one burn sentence. Burn after burn after burn. Because now everyone's going to call Jabri sparkles. fucking sparkles. <laughs> it was chef's kiss. John. Oh, it's just so good. This guy's going to be a star. He's going to flame out quickly. He will. He He's going to get too drunk. He'll get in a fight with somebody at a bar. Like something's going to happen. He's going to say the wrong thing, yep. do the wrong thing, show his ass, and show that he's probably like most of these people on this tell-all who, who can just kind of show gross sides of Agreed. themselves. Agreed. Agreed. That's the show. That's the first, that's, that's that's the first the, half. That's part one. Part one. But our part two of this tell-all. I'm confused. Fiance. Who do – so – we're going to talk about it at the end, but so far, who do you think is the loser and the winner of this tell-all? Loser is definitely gibberish um, because he's so desperate and dehydrated for attention. I would say it was Patrick if Patrick didn't go for Bilal so well. Yeah. That made Patrick look good and that John is going to be there for Pat. I say I, gibberish. Gib- uh, but John you – know I don't pa- even say gibberish. Miona was fine. Yeah. But, it's gibberish. But Patrick is close. Patrick is close, yeah. Um, I would also say that Kara was probably the winner. For me, I feel like Kara is the winner of the yeah. show as well. She addressed everything that was hit to her. I and agree. Addressed everything and proved her point well. Came for people who needed to be. Yeah. Um, I would almost say Kara and even Guillermo. Yes. They had the both. I mean, there really wasn't much with Kobe and Emily, but with Karen Guillermo. 
really came off as like a unified front. Yeah, they did. And that they're doing well, whereas other couples like Benny didn't say hardly anything. Nothing. Not one word. Emily didn't say a lot, oddly enough. So <sighs> we'll see. They're going to be more drama. Season two, it looks like, or part two looks like it's even more dramatic. Of course it will be. And then we're on to Happily Ever After. <laughs> At least we're getting to single life, y'all. We talked about that on season If you haven't listened to the couples from the single life, season three dropped. It's going to be good. That's going to be on the free feed as well. Y'all, go to Reality Gaze Podcast. Be sure to go to our Instagram and our Facebook, whether it's in the Sissy Squad or it's on our free Facebook feed. You can follow us at realitygaze.com. Free at Facebook, Facebook feed. Um, <laughs> at 10 a.m. Pacific time, we're going to be putting that. Wednesday. We're going to be launching. We're either, if you're on the Patreon Supercast, that's when we're going to start the pre-sale. If you are just a general and not a member, which is great too, that's when we're going to put what cities we're going to be going to. Yes. And the dates. Coming the end of September and in fall for the Double It Tour. Double It. Double It. We call these people Lonely Hearts Foods because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you are just on the internet somewhere or just pissed off in general and you're just in a, in a mood, remember, if you need to respond to someone, all you have to do is say, Come on, Sparkles. Come on, Sparkles. Sparkles. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.